What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Instigators Podcast. We are on episode 12 now. This episode, we are going to be talking about the NFL Week 7, I believe it is, and our reactions to the week. Uh, anyone have a game that they have in mind currently? Apparently, Jeremy's got Just Dance on his mind after whatever the fuck that was. Alright, well, my stream got banned. But anyways, so, yeah, let's, um... <laughs> they they caught up to you on that story a couple weeks ago. Oh shit, dude. Hey man, I ain't no Ryan Garcia making out with my little. But anyways, let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks and Arizona game. What y'all think about that? Why are you so hyper, bro? <laughs> I had an espresso at dinner, so it's pretty lit. An espresso. Espresso. All right, what'd you think of the game? Cam, I asked you. Anyone? Oh, not anyone. That division is like up for grabs. Literally anyone in that division could win it. I think Seattle still wins it, but there's no team in that division that you're like, wow, they have a really good defense. Like every defense in that division, because <laughs> because of how injured San Francisco is, you're kind of like, eh, you know, could they win it? Maybe, but it's going to depend on the quarterback. And I think the best quarterback in that division, obviously, is Russell Wilson. JJ? Um, I thought Russell, um, Murray played great. I knew it was going to be a shootout. I knew that in order for Arizona to win, it would have to be Kyle Murray keeping up with the Seattle Seahawks defense, uh, offense. Russell Wilson's couple mistakes kind of cost him the game. That that pick by Buda Baker was a great read, but I kind of feel like Russell Wilson just lofted it up there just for him to freaking gra- run up and grab it. Shout out to DK Metcalf with the freaking wheels to catch him and stop that pick six and hold him to a field goal. The defense ended up holding them to a field goal. That pick in overtime, too, was very crucial. But other than that, well, no, was... that was after Arizona sold. Like, yeah, dude just, was... dudes got sacked, and they said, oh, well, let's just stop going for more yards and make it an easier field goal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But, no, other than that, that division, is, that division is the best division in football right now. Anyone can win it, but I still got – Seahawks are my favorite. Seahawks are my favorite to make the Super Bowl still. They just need to figure out their shit on defense. <clears throat> to make the Super Bowl? I, I still think they are my favorites to make the Super Bowl in the NFC. I don't think, I don't, I don't think they make the Super Bowl. Not with that. They don't have the defense to win the to That's make why the I said Super Bowl. The, only way, the only way if they do make the Super Bowl is if their defense starts clicking towards the end of the season. Other than that, then I could probably say my pick is Tampa Bay or Green Bay. I mean, Shit, Green, I mean, Bay's, Green Bay, Bay, Green Bay defense. Show, show me something. Green Bay's defense is ass. Dude. Now that Tampa Bay is getting freaking Antonio Brown and to put him in the slot, which is Brady's best weapon, it's it's almost overkill. It's absolutely disgusting. Because at least uh, Brady, unlike Brady, unlike Breeze, he can still launch the ball around 30 to 40 yards down the field, like, accurately. So I hope so. I mean, I mean, she can would say Breeze can't. Breeze can't, though. <laughs> well, Brady can, and then to add Antonio Brown and then have Rob Gronkowski as your two short to medium route guys, it's, it's absolutely freaking sick. <sighs> I don't think the Bucks. The Bucks have no reason not to make the Super Bowl. I don't really see a fault in their team. Maybe special teams, maybe. Well, but. it all depends on their defense or even, like, their offensive line because when they do lose and when they have lost, it's been based off of them getting too many penalties. It's all about them staying disciplined. If they don't stay disciplined, that's when they lose. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know, it's just so crazy. Brady went from having nothing to every weapon in the book. You got the Infinity Gauntlet now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, some, pe- he's some people's goats, so there's no reason 
he should not win the Super Bowl this year. Can you guys agree? There's no reason that team shouldn't win. No, there, sh- there shouldn't be any reason why. Their, their defense is top five. Their offense is top five. Like, I just, I don't really see any faults. But back to the Cardinals and Seahawks. Russell Wilson is the reason the Seahawks lost, for being honest. Um, yeah, he didn't play well. He Tyler didn't play well. He his ass off. He, he threw three interceptions, which isn't really Russell Wilson-like. So, I mean, he, he was bound for a bad game eventually, you know. But yeah, I don't. I don't see the Seahawks having a chance to win the Super Bowl with their defense playing like that. I don't think it's enough. They can score as many points as they want. At some point, their offense is not going to be able to score, and their defense is always going to give up scores. So I think that's what's going to shoot them in the foot ultimately. So when it comes playoffs time, defenses will be like the best of the best. So obviously the scores will be lower. And the Seahawks won't be able to score like they are in the regular season, especially early on too. Now that now that it's like coming into the later part of the season, teams are getting their feet under them. The defenses will start getting better, especially since there's no training camp. So, in in my opinion, it depends on the Seahawks defense when they get Jamal Adams back, because <clears throat> that's who that's who they're missing right now. Honestly, too. I for, I forgot about Jamal Adams. I forgot he was even on the team. Yeah, but when he was playing, that defense did make some crucial stops because he he is he's pretty much what Landon Collins was when he was on the Giants for us. He's he's a, he's a lot better, but he's another safety slash linebacker who just comes up and makes big plays when needed, especially like in the running game and stuff like that. I'm gonna be honest, Buda Baker might be the best safety in the league right now. To be honest, man's a beast. I think he's it's Jalen Mills. Let's not let's not get started about the Giants and Eagles. Man. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. That that shouldn't have been an interception. Evan Ingram doesn't have hands. Romeo would have made that catch. That was Romeo's prime route in Rockville High School. Was that slam? Oh, caught it. What's up, Rome? You gonna speak? No. <laughs> Is Arizona the real deal? No. They're they're a decent team. I think, I mean, they're saying this on the broadcast that literally three team or four, all four teams in that division can make the playoffs with the expanded playoffs. And it's true. Like literally all four of them could make the playoffs. They're all going to have good records. Yeah. It's like the NFC East, like all four teams are in the same boat and they could win. Except for NFC East is dog shit. And only one of them is making the playoffs. Except for when the Eagles go undefeated the rest of the season. All right. So let's move on to this. It was another very, very good game. We start putting more respect on the Titans and the Steelers Um, as as contenders in the AFC. Because in the AFC, everyone's talking about Baltimore and Kansas City. But obviously, those two teams have been playing very, very well. And when they just played against each other, could have probably went in overtime, and anyone could win in overtime, but Goskowski kind of sucks. So what do you guys think about that? I don't know, because both teams haven't really played anyone. So, I mean, yeah, they played each other, and it was a close game. The only thing is, I do trust the Steelers' defense. It comes down to their offense and Big Ben, because Big Ben played like shit yesterday. I'm pretty sure he had like three picks. So. Well, I mean, that goes back to what I said, I think, a couple weeks ago, where I thought Titans were the most underrated, undefeated team. But it also just proves that this game also proved that even though if you shut down Derrick Henry, uh, Ryan Tannehill is getting the job done as of right now, as of right now. 
Will he get the job done later on? I don't know because last last year's playoff performance by him, I don't think he touched 100 yards in each of the games that he played or won. I so mean, he threw under 250 yards. So and Derrick Henry didn't even. I don't think he touched 100 rushing yards either. So I guess it really did come down to the Titans' defense most of all towards the end of that game. But Steelers, I can consider them contenders just because of their defense. Their defense is the best in the league, in my opinion. And from being a Giants fan, I know that defenses win championships. So if their defense stays healthy and keeps going where the route that they're going, I could even see them winning the division, to be quite honest. And Man, that division's going to come down to the games against like the Steelers Ravens. and Ravens. Yeah. What do y'all think well, about Odell getting hurt? I mean, it sucks. <sighs> where the, but so he's... Do you think the Browns He's injured shot? every year? I think Cleveland was an awful fit for Odell. I just don't. I don't think he ever. Yes, Jarvis was there. I don't think he ever wanted to go there to begin with, though. Deep down, like he he was hurt when the Giants let him go. He wanted to stay in New York as much as probably he shouldn't have wanted as much as he wanted to, but he wanted to stay in New York. He uh, those were reports saying that he was sad, like he was in a dark place for a couple of days when he found out that the Giants pretty much turned their back on him, and he went to the Browns and. You know, maybe he thought, like, hey, there'll be hope. You know, they have a young, developing quarterback that possibly could become good. When's when's, uh, when's he going to start developing? Well, he can go to the Jets, though. He can stay in New York. That's a good team. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the Jets. I mean, shit, they almost beat the Bills, man. But they suck, so. I know, bro. They needed to beat the Bills so we can fucking hopefully get the first pick. You want the first pick? No, I'll pass on it. So Romeo's whole thing has been tank for Trevor, bro. Tank for Trevor because now you have options. Even if you don't want Trevor, now tank you got for options. Trevor, so that way y'all can throw his career into the garbage can too. Because mm. even if we don't want Trevor Lawrence, we trade that first pick for two other picks. I, I see. I like that, but I, I wouldn't. I just after watching the Eagles game, I realized that Darius Slayton, even though he's talented, he's not a number one receiver. He's um, not. Evan Ingram is definitely not a reliable source to depend on, especially after he just dropped that uh, game. He dropped. You just realizing that? What? You're just Can't realizing hate- that? Can't been hating on Evan Ingram since he was out the womb, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, bro, all I these dudes would say, "Oh, he's he's gonna be great. He's gonna be great." He ain't never do nothing. He's not. We a, have like one not, game with 100 yards. For a true tight end, he is not a good tight. End. Look, George Kittle, a true tight end, a person that can is amazing at run blocking, and is a freaking beast in the passing game. Same as Travis Kelsey, Evan Ingram, terrible at run blocking. Does his hands are very questionable. I would probably even put up that Romeo probably has better hands than him. I just don't think we're putting. I think maybe we're jumping on the Daniel Jones train too much. And say we need to back up and realize, wait a minute, the weapons that he has, Shepard isn't reliable. Shepard gets hurt way too many times. I mean, he was out for four weeks because of a toe injury. I mean, look at my fucking feet. I played all the years perfectly fine. For the viewers who don't know what your feet look like, put them on the screen. Let's Would YouTube even allow that? Put them on the screen. YouTube let's not do that. Put them on the screen. Put them on the screen. Let's not do that. For those of you that do not know. <laughs> This is what Jeremy feet look like. Yo. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> hey, man, he brought it up. All right, anyways, you guys get the point. 
At Sterling Shepard can't stay healthy. Um, Golden Tate is definitely washed up. If anyone wants to argue with me about that, please don't. Because you'll fucking lose that. Like I said, Darius Slay is talented, but he's not a number one receiver. I think he'll emerge into. I want to get back to when you said about the Daniel Jones train. What did you mean by that? A lot of people are saying tank for Trevor Lawrence, tank for Trevor Lawrence, tank for Trevor Lawrence. And I get it. Trevor Lawrence is a one. We're, we're, we're relying too much on the fact that Daniel Jones is not going to be our guy. And if, say, we can't get Trevor Lawrence, because right now the Jets are on pace to be 0-16. I don't see them winning a game, honestly. We're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. And at that point, Trevor Lawrence might stay in Clemson if the Jets go 0-16. I wouldn't blame him. But I mean, I also think, forgetting about the Falcons, too. They too. can't buy a game. They lose games by scoring touchdowns. Just put that in perspective. So, in my opinion... <laughs> Okay, so yes, guys, those are my feet right there, bro. <laughs> so for you guys that don't know, I was born with club feet and I had to get surgery for me to put them straight. And the side effect is as I grow older, they start to curl a little bit more and indented. And that's exactly how they look. And you can ask Romeo, you can ask anybody. As of right now, I mean, Romeo is the only person I played football with. I played football for four years with those with no injuries. Did not sit out a game or anything like that. So, I don't want to hear no shit about turf toe. Y'all heard? Can you get the hockey sticks off the fucking screen? <laughs> <laughs> shit, if I played hockey, I wouldn't even need a hockey stick. I could I would ask if I could use my feet. Jeremy, I don't even think you could get your fucking feet in a skate. I actually have tried. It's the hardest thing to ever do. But, yeah, no. Trevor Lawrence train, I, I'm not on it. I really think, and I know Romeo's a big fan of him, but I'm sorry, Romeo. Andrew Thomas was probably one of the worst first-round picks. Maybe even worse than fucking Eric Flowers. The man cannot save a block. To, the man can't hold a block to save his fucking life. Like, the man is getting blown up. He's getting blown up by fucking 200-pound middle linebackers and cornerbacks. Can't even save Daniel Jones' blindside. I think that was a waste of a first-round pick. And possibly we should have maybe trade back and gotten a receiver this draft. Because I don't know what receiver we can get in this draft in order to give Daniel Jones more weapons. But Next keep... draft? What? Next draft? Yeah. What receivers that we can draft to get weapons? Because I'm from LSU. The dude from LSU, number one, young. Okay, yeah, he's nice. He's nasty. But I don't know if we're going to really use that on a fourth-round pick. Oh, you're talking about... I, I was going on I, I was going on the, like this upcoming draft. He's still in college right now. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I wish maybe we traded back and then maybe got shit, got Justin Jefferson or Chase Clay. Maybe we could have got Jalen Rager. Hey, he coming back. Just like the Giants this season. And that actually reminds me. Guess who's coming back in a couple weeks and our defense is actually our best part of the team. Xavier McKinney. I'm excited to see him play. What week are we in? Seven? Yeah. I think he comes back week nine because he comes out of IR at week eight. The earliest is week ten, they said. Oh, at at earliest. At earliest. But anyways, exactly. We have Xavier McKinney and Jabil Peppers at safety. And our defense is fine. So I just think we can't keep fucking drafting Lyman if Lyman's not going to fucking work out. What you mean? Those are some hog mollies. But the thing is, we're going to waste another first-round pick on a left tackle. Is that what you're going to tell me? If Dave Gettleman is the GM, I could see it. Let's get off the bum-ass Giants, though. You want to talk about the bum-ass Eagles? No, I want to bring up the bum-ass Cowboys. No, that works, too. All right, let's talk about them. Y'all see Zeke get blown the fuck up when he lines up by, by a guy This is why, no. This is football 101. If you're a running back blocking, 
You don't take the hit. You're supposed to meet them halfway. Meet them in the gap or meet them on the edge. If you stand there and wait for the dude, that's exactly what happened. If I could <laughs> pull up the clip right now, I would, I would show it. But this is why you don't just stand there and take a fucking linebacker charging at you. So here's the thing. A lot of people are saying, you know how when Zeke got hurt and people were like, oh, Dak's nothing without Zeke? Is Zeke nothing without Dak now? I just think that everyone in the, on that team has just checked out. Like, literally, just they don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, because they're not, they, co- their relationship with the coaches, too, is terrible. Yeah, I, after that see- comes out, like, it, it just doesn't matter. Like, the, the team mentally is just completely checked out. I mean, maybe they'll show up against the Eagles, which I would assume they probably will because, you know, the Eagles like to play down to competition. But I just don't know if they give a fuck. Like, they just, they don't care. And I think, uh, what's his name? Mike McCarthy's probably gone. I think um, after seeing Dalton play the last, what was it, two weeks now, you you have to pay Dak. You have to. Mike Nolan's gone. Like, the the Cowboys, with this happening, have to pay Dak. This is the best-case scenario for Dak Prescott right now. If... Not for him getting hurt, obviously, but after but after the, after he did get hurt. Yeah, after the fact, the best case. best case scenario for him to get paid. At first, what it comes down to is Jerry thought he had leverage signing Andy Dalton <laughs> back in the offseason. So he thought he had that leverage to put pressure on Dak. And now it's blowing up in his face. <clears throat> so now Dak has the leverage because if he really wanted to, he could sit out. Ne- he could sit out and not play next season until he gets paid. And at this rate, Jerry, unless they get the number one pick in the draft, which that shit at this rate, you never know. Unless they get the number one pick and they can get Trevor Lawrence or something, Jerry has no choice but to play him. If I was Dak, I'm definitely sitting out next season, 100. percent After this shit show, 100. percent Make only, Jerry the, pay you. The only other thing though is, even when Dak was playing, they still weren't winning. They had a better chance to win, yeah, but they still weren't winning. I know, but at the same time, their defense wasn't getting stops too. So it just comes like it just yeah, you can do. Dak was coming back from behind, which is true, but like the defense wasn't getting. It, it was just the whole team. I mean, they're just a bad, bad football team. They need to they need to get players of heart, not players who play for the contract. Players who play to actually try to win something. Because Dexter Demarcus Lawrence playing for a contract. Jalen Smith played for a contract because they are but nowhere to be found. That's the thing, too, is they can't really improve their defense because they have so many people on people the offensive on contract, side yeah. of the ball that they've signed. Like, the only person on the defensive side of the ball that they signed was Demarcus Lawrence. Jalen Smith, so, too. I thought he was a lineman. Am I tripping? He, he's the linebacker with the dreads. Uh-huh. And then Demarcus is the line, the DN with the dreads. Okay. They both got uh, paid. Either way, they, they've just spent too much money on the offensive side of the ball. They signed Cooper. They signed their whole line, pretty much. They sign Zeke. Now they have to find a way to pay Dak, and they just can't improve the defense, so the team's not really going to go anywhere and get any better. So, I don't know. They, they just... They screwed yep. themselves. Yeah, like, even if Dak comes back next year, and he's even 90% of what he was playing this year, the de- like you said, the defense is still going to be the same. They're not going to be able to go in the offseason and be able to fix the holes that they are exactly missing. The offense will still will still remain nasty because, like you said, they they have Amari Cooper, they have C.D. Lamb under a rookie contract, Zeke is signed, and their linemen are pretty much fine. I mean, their linemen are banged up as of right now, but the offense will be fine. Point is, only only way they're gonna fix up their defense is through the draft, and not one rookie. There's not gonna be one rookie player that's gonna change up that whole team. So Cowboys will be stuck with this for a couple years. They gotta figure out how to pay Dak, and like Romeo said, Dak can make them suffer. Dak can be like shit i don't need to come back and play y'all not gonna pay me 
I'll be fine. I'll be fine sitting out another year recovering from a broken ass ankle. That's the other thing, though. Glad you brought that up. The ankle does play a big factor now, too. I mean, I don't want to say it's it's not like here's the thing. They're going to use it as a big thing, but it's not like it's basketball. right? He's not a, like a super scrambling quarterback. If this was a shoulder, then we're going to that's a different story. But because of his leg, I don't know if that will affect like, all right, you need to play and show us you're still the same person. Because, like, it's different than, like, when Gordon Hayward got hurt. Because, like, you need your legs for everything to jump, all that. Like, quarterback, I, this... I think what they could do, though, is, like, he's going to go into OTAs or whatever, or, like, practice before the start of the next season, and they'll see, okay, he's still moving well, he can throw the ball well, this, that, the other thing. And then they'll be like, all right, well, we have to pay him because we saw what happened last season. Exactly. This injury would be more crucial if it was on a quarterback like Kyle Murray Lamar Jackson, like all these people that are actually known to like run out the pocket and create these plays. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Leading Russia, the Giants. Hell, we ain't got to talk about him falling, bro. Yeah. I can't even make it to the end zone. But yeah, no, with Dak, how many times is he, he's a pocket quarterback. How many times, I mean, he's, He's got the quickness to run out the pocket, but how many times he scrambles a game? Maybe once or twice a game if he needs to. He really scrambles, and this was just the un, the unfortunate mishap of what happens when you scramble once and you don't go out of bounds or slide. And they're just – the Cowboys have a lot, a lot to go over during this. They, they need to start thinking of the offseason right now. They need to – They've been thinking about the offseason and what yeah. was that went down. I think most teams beside, I mean, the two teams that need to think about the offseason right now are obviously the Giants and Cowboys, the Redskins, and the, the whole NFC, the Jets, the Falcons, the no, NFC East, Jets, are Jets Falcons. But yeah, no, they're just going to have to, hopefully, you know, they realize what the fuck they're missing with Dak because the Dak. Right, I got a question for you guys. It's going to be a hard one now. Your top five teams right now. Think about it. There's Ravens, Chiefs, C- Chiefs, Seahawks, Bucks, Green Bay. Right Ravens. now? Yeah. Like in your opinion, not the actual statistics, just like in your, if you had to go with five teams that have the best chance of winning the Super Bowl right now. In order. Bucks, right. Chiefs, Steelers, Seattle, and what was the fifth team that I said? Ravens. Jeremy. Bucks, Steelers. Those are my one and two. Three. This isn't an order, by the way. It doesn't have just, to be in order. I mean, it's practically the same thing as Cam's done. Honestly, it's Bucks, Steelers. Teams that I think that will have a legitimate chance of winning the Super Bowl are those teams. Steelers because of their defense. Big Ben has to figure himself out if he's still... Uh, I got no order. Bucks. I, know Packers, I know the Packers are going to be coming. Fucking fondle your mic. Yo, that's going into the fucking video. <laughs> I don't care. No order. Bucks, Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, Ravens. No okay. order. So, so Cam, give me. I, I need your opinion on this uh, before we move topics. Nick Foles is hot with the targets he has: Allen Robinson, David Montgomery, AJ Miller, and his their tight end Kemet. With against the Packers and the Packers, the way the Packers are playing now, say Big Dick is not hot, and the the way their defense is playing, you still picking Chicago to beat Green Bay, or you have Green Bay over Chicago? If Nick Foles is hot, yes. I'd pick the Bears. All right, Romeo. If Nick Foles is hot, are you still picking your Packers? You know he's going to pick Packers. The Packers? I just don't know how you can say that the Packers are in a good position right now to win the Super Bowl after the one team that that, that was good that they played could win the Super Bowl. They, they lost to the one good team that they played. They haven't shown you anything. Who have the, who have the Steelers beat besides the Titans? That was a good team. I'm actually, I'm not like, this is, I'm, try, I'm just trying, I don't know who they played. I know they played the Giants. No one good. No one good. Steelers, no. Um, 
But the Steelers have a good defense, though. The thing is, the Packers don't. I have know, a good defense. but their offense is suspect. I don't trust. They have. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say this now. Juju's not a number one. Steelers play the Giants, the Broncos, the Texans, the Eagles, the Browns, and then the Titans. Yeah. So they they the Titans. They played no one except for the Titans. That's why I said. So their real test. Their real test. If they probably will win the division or not, will be against the Ravens next week at one o'clock. But that's that's what I'm saying though. <laughs> They have a defense to back it up, though. The Packers Actually, no, haven't played anyone. My bad. Let me not let me not underrate the Titans like that. Their real test was against the Titans. It was a very close match. So we'll see how they play against the Ravens, if they can stay consistent against playing good teams. Because we said it earlier on this episode. Defense wins championships. The Packers do not have a defense. <laughs> the Packers have a defense. It just depends if they're actually going to play like they did last year or not. They have the same defense. Besides Blake Martinez, he's on the Giants yeah, now. They, they couldn't can. stop the run. They couldn't, but their like their pass defense isn't great right now either. Yes, they have a few injuries, but at the same time, I I'm banking on their defense turning it around somewhat and being able to get a few stops at least. And I trust Aaron Rodgers. I trust Aaron Jones. Lazard once he comes back. Devontae, if he can stay healthy. I'm I'm rolling with the more experienced team, to be honest. Yeah, look at Devontae, bro. I mean I still hey. think if you, had, if you had Rodgers and Devontae last, uh, yesterday? I don't know how people still underrate Devontae Adams. Who underrates I, him? What'd you say? Who underrates him? He's definitely top 10. When you I look at top, when you, top, I mean, he's not top 10. I would say top 5. I would put Devontae Adams top 5. He'd probably be my 5th. He'd be my 5th. I just think a lot of people just underrate what he actually, actually no, he's, he's, he's Michael Thomas is my 5th. Maybe. I'm taking Devontae over Michael Thomas. I still think Michael Thomas, like, if Cam can agree with me, if Drew Brees can throw the ball downfield, Michael Thomas would be a good deep threat receiver instead of just knowing as being a... I don't know. I just... I trust Devontae more than... Yeah, Devontae before... More than Michael Thomas right now. 100% because Devontae Adams' route running is more superior than Michael Thomas's. Devontae Adams is one of is when it comes to route running, he probably is the best receiver when it comes to route running. I don't know. It's it's honestly just crazy to me how the I'm a bit it's it's shocking how the Packers are even scoring like hella points sometimes. Like you know coming into a game, like Devontae Adams is their only true number one and like you still can't stop it. It's just it's mind boggling sometimes. Well like the fact that he had what he had three touchdowns last game. Yeah. Well let's like, not let's not downplay Matt LaFour like Last year was Aaron Rodgers' first year again under a new system, a new coach. So it was going to take him uh, maybe a year, which it did, to figure out the system. And now that he figured it out and now that his coach and Aaron Rodgers are clicking and Matt LaFour is bringing up plays or the offense coordinator is bringing up plays that gets their receivers open, obviously we got to give credit to the offensive coordinator because Devontae Adams is getting open because of the plays that he's making, which is taking the – I'm not giving Matt LaFleur the credit yet. <clears throat> Matt LaFleur. All right, <clears throat> let's go back to the Bucks. Besides the picks that Rodgers threw, those are his fault. It seemed like there was no pass protection no matter what. The Bucks were literally getting whatever they want. So I don't know if it was the offensive line or coaching, but I, I, I'm that worries me, the pass protection after that game. I mean, or they just played a better team. I don't know. I'm taking it I mean, you said it. Our... You said at the beginning of the show that the Bucks were. There's no reason that they don't win the Super Bowl. There isn't, but I'm. I'm. St- I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think something's going to happen. I think they're <laughs> going to be. I think they're going to be upset. To be honest, I'm just saying they sh- they shouldn't. I can see. I can see that team being upset. Bruce Arians isn't fucking Bill Belichick. So nah, we'll see how- no. 
Speaking mm. of Bill Belichick. Nah, hold on. Hold on. If they lose, I no, hell no, you're not blaming just Bruce Arians. Hell no. I'm not blaming. No, 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 no. I know. I'm saying, like, with blaming. that talent, with that talent, they, the, the, Bruce Arians better not be the new Jason Garrett. That's what people are going to try to do. You have Tom Brady? Figure it out. You have Antonio Brown? Figure it out. You have Mike Evans or Chris Goffman? Figure it out. I don't want to just don't use the head coach as a scapegoat because that offense and that defense is clicking all the way up till now. But if they lose the Super Bowl, oh, it's the coach's fault. I want to hear that. Speaking of Bill Belichick, a lot of the talk in the media is about how the Patriots sucked this week. I just want I want to give my take on it, like how people are like, oh, Brady winning in Tampa, Patriots sucking without Tan- uh, Tom. I think I read somewhere that the Patriots have like three practices the last like week or two. Three. Okay. You well, can't let's... you can't expect them to do good after they practice three times in the last two weeks. Not only that, look if we're if we're gonna compare Brady in the in Tampa Bay and Belichick on the Patriots, look at the Bucks. Like, look at the weapons that we just said, and then we go back to the Patriots. Who is their best receiver right now? Because, shit, I wouldn't even put Edelman in there. The man can't make a fucking catch to save his life either. So, like, I don't even know how the fuck, I don't know how Vince Lombardi would try to come up with a situation of how to make his receivers get open. Like, shit, Cam Newton would probably have a better chance throwing to fucking Fulgrim and Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey on the Patriots. Like, we're talking about the Eagles having bad receivers. Holy shit. I watched that whole game. <laughs> that was disgusting. So, I don't know. I mean, on top of that, people are like, oh, Cam Newton sucks. Cam Newton sucks. Like you said, he has no one around him, number one. Number two, the Patriots' defense isn't what it is last year. They had, like, three or four opt-outs on the defensive side of the ball. And number three, Cam Newton just had COVID. So, he's not going to be what he was right before he had COVID. Exactly. Like, I mean, looked- you can't you can't expect him to, to will the team that has no weapons, and he's just coming off COVID with three practices in two weeks but to do what, good. That also shows you how quick people are to jump. The man was, the man. everyone was like, oh, uh, MVP Super Bowl Cam is back the, the first three weeks because he was playing great. I mean, some of his throws were iffy, but he was. He seemed like, okay, we might be getting the old, the old of Cam back. As soon as these two weeks after they've dealt with the COVID shit and then going again, like again, Denver Broncos are not a good team, but their defense is also not a pushover either. Then you're going against the 49ers who still have a very good defensive system. They have, they have injuries on their defense, but they have a very good defensive system. So those are two back-to-back games where you just said also with three practices that you had to prepare against top defenses. So, I mean, that, that just comes with all sports though. Like people just ride the trends. Like for, for perfect example, Aaron Rodgers. 13 touchdowns, no interceptions. Throws two, he's washed, washed, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just the whole thing. People just go with the trends. Like, he throws four this week. Now it's, uh-oh, now he's back, whatever. It's just like, they're just moving with the flow. Whatever other people are saying, that's what they're saying. Like, people don't understand. If if you're not an athlete, especially at that high level, you don't understand the importance of practice. You won't. You won't get it. I don't care if you're a professional team. If you, don't, if you practice, like Cam said, for three days, in two weeks, whether you're a professional team or not, you're going to suck that next game. You're going to suck. Practice is so important. AI, practice. Practice? Yes, practice. It's important. Especially especially, especially, especially when you had a bum offseason that just started halfway through August or whatever it was, first week of August. Well, not even that. It's a new quarterback yeah. learning a new system. It's 
a team that doesn't have that good of weapons. Not only that, that the quarterback has been out. He's been out for two years. Right. On, and, on top of learning the new system. And they don't have anything around him. It's not like the Titans where they, they practice one time in a week. The Titans were built together last year. They, they all know like how their system works, all that. They have good weapons around them. That's why they found a way to win. The Patriots, Cam's learning the new system. They're, they they don't have any after, weapons. He's getting his feet wet after two years. And he just came off having COVID. It's not like Ryan Tannehill or Derrick Henry had COVID. They just didn't so, practice. Right. So with that being said, uh, with the Cam Newton situation and the whole Patriots situation, and going back to what Romeo said about practice, people got to understand that it's not high school fucking football or college football. In the NFL, not only do the coaches know what the other coaches are doing, we've seen players mic'd up knowing what either defenses or offenses are going to do. I mean, shit, we know the Cam Newton meme. Huh. You know what? Watch this. Like, so, like, you have to prepare for those mind games. It's not – practice is so, is so underrated in the NFL. It's, it's crazy. Not even the NFL in general. It's important at all levels. Yeah, but NFL, you're just dealing with a new, like, bunch of people that just know the sport, like, in the back of their hand where they know, like, oh, if they line up in this. Like, most people, if you put them in a, a formation, you were like, all right, what player are they going to run in this formation? What player are they going to run in this formation? Guarantee you the NFL player would know exactly what's going to happen more than what a, a college athlete would know because they've just been through it. They, they have more knowledge on the sport. But, yeah. All right, well, thank you guys for tuning in. I'll wrap up this NFL episode of the Instigators podcast. Like always, leave any comments, questions, or anything about related to this video. Follow us on the Instigators podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore instigators. And peace. New shit come without a top. Once I'm on, I ain't never gonna stop. Bitch, I'm on, I ain't never gonna stop. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Hey, came in the game, get money. Flip chicks, whip, get money. Niggas get the plan with the money. Click bang for the money, shit change over money. You love to see a nigga on the bottom. Catch a comma, gotta keep it on the low. A nigga plug, bless a nigga with a hoe. Wanna break the bitch down in the 36 house? Look at here, bitch, I'm A-OK. Shawty won't fuck with me. Stripping you the chicken and the lady, she gon' hit my line. We ain't gon' waste no time. She suckin' and we fuckin' like she need me. But she make a bankroll easy. All the light in the room from the TV. We gettin' it on, then I'm gone. It's the type of shit that a nigga be on. Too much on my mind right now. I'm on the grind right now Looking for me sucker, then I need to be found right now I got my nine right now Bitch, I blow your mind right now I ain't fucking round right now Better get in line right now Or fuck around and die right now Hope you understand that Bitch, I'm the man How I'm the man You know I'm the man Bitch, I'm the man How I'm the man You know I'm the man Bitch, I'm the man Man. Came in the gang getting money. I fuck with all the bitches getting money. But you 
love playing games with the corny shit. Messing with a nigga only bought it cause I want it. You love to see a nigga at the bottom. You try to come up, you don't keep it on the low. Yeah, like a drug, don't like you to call him hoes. I'm trying to break that booty down like 36 hours. I think I love a bit that AOD. Make that bitch come for free. Look at mommy, shake it, I'ma call her, she gon' hit my line. Fall in love every time. But if I don't pay, she gon' leave me. Never had a real reason. All I get is bits and pieces. And I believe it. I ain't said this shit was easy. Who am I right now? Too much on my mind right now. I'm on the grind right now. Looking for me, sucker, then I need to be found right now. I got my nine right now. Bitch, I blow your mind right now. I ain't fucking round right now. Better get in line right now. Or fuck around and die right now. Hope you understand that. Bitch, I'm the man. How are you, man? Why 